Welcome to the IT Career Energizer podcast. For anyone who wants to build and grow a career in IT, develop and improve your strengths and skills, be inspired and motivated by the successes of others, manage your career progression, and achieve your IT career goals. And now, your host, Phil Burgess. Welcome to episode 159 of the IT Career Energizer podcast. My guest on today's show is Michael Svacek. Michael is a developer who builds, breaks, and tests web applications. He has a specific interest in web application security and likes to pass on his knowledge and experience to others, having spoken at more than 100 conferences and events to date. Michael says that he is on a mission to teach web developers why and how to build secure and fast web applications. So, Michael, can I ask you to expand on that intro and tell us a little bit more about yourself? Uh, Hi, everyone. Um, Perfect intro. Nice. Uh, Thank you very much. Um, Well, what can I add? Um, uh, Yeah, I work from home. (laughs) That's probably something that was missing from there. And I write down all my passwords because I want to keep them secure, so I write all of them down. Of course, I use a password manager for that. Right. Yeah, so I did wonder. That's probably. But <laughs> <laughs> not just written down on a notebook yeah. and left on your desk. <laughs> yeah, that's probably because I would just forget the notebook on my desk when I'm going uh, out or something like that. So I use a password manager. <laughs> right. Okay. Oh, and currently, what are you doing? Where do you work? I'm uh, half freelancing and half working on a project called Report URI with Scott Helme and Troy Hunt. This is a security reporting tool, so we try to build that. That's the part of what I'm building right now. I'm also breaking some sites, and now we'll get to that maybe. <laughs> right, so Michael, can you maybe share a career tip with us, one the audience may not know and perhaps should? Yeah, this might be a bit weird trick for somebody, but it worked for me. So if you want to learn something, go and teach it. It might sound weird, right? Uh, But the thing is, I do talks, I do trainings, and I learn a lot just by preparing for these events. You know, when when I'm writing a training, I learn a lot of details that I was maybe missing before or something like that. You know, when I'm doing a talk... I need to structure the talk. I need to get ready for, for questions. So I love it. I love preparing for these events, for, for talking, because there's a lot of details that you don't have time to to discover when you are just you know working, when you are in a working mood. But when you are in this kind of like creative mood or something like that, when you have your creative head on, then you discover a lot of small details and it gives you a bit better overview of uh, of the technology you are going to present, for example, and stuff like that. So, yeah, you don't need to be a teacher as a profession, but just try and do talks and explain stuff to your team members, for example, or be active on, on Stack Overflow or on, on development forums or something like that. So that would probably be my, be my tip. Yeah, so in, in terms of the way you go about doing that, presumably your thought process is different mm-hmm. because you put yourself in a mindset where you're thinking about who would be the recipient of that information. So presumably that that sort of a, changes the way you, you go about learning. Yeah, yeah. I was quite active on a Czech development forum some 10 years ago, and I checked and, and, and I wrote 20,000 
emails, 20,000 you know, uh, replies on that forum. And I learned to solve problems I don't have or I didn't have that time. And because people were asking about, about problems like, hey, how do, I, how do I build this? How do I build that? And I was like, yeah, this is an interesting question. So let's try and, and help this guy. So I, I checked the documentation, for example. I tried something and I learned something. I learned solutions for problems I didn't have at that time. But I needed those solutions like um, in, in my future jobs or you know, sometimes I'm like, yeah, I, I have seen that somewhere. And, and you go to your history, to your email history, and you find that you were sending a link to somebody, for example, and you're like, yeah, I needed this today. So yeah, yeah. this will be my probably like number one career tip. Right. It sounds like you created your own knowledge base as well. Yep, exactly. So moving on to worst career moment, can you maybe tell us about that and what you learned from that experience? Uh, yeah, probably there are there are quite a few of them, uh, but I remember this one. I was working for a company. And I loved the company. I loved the work we were doing, and I loved the product, and I loved the people and everything. But I also started to peek into a startup world and I started doing my own thing, my training and, and doing a lot of talks and everything. And and I also started to like that because it was a bit different. But, you know, I kind of thought that um, I'm in, irreplaceable in that company I was working for. But of course I wasn't, but I couldn't see that because I was so deep in everything in that company and in my talks and trainings that I couldn't see that. I, but um, one day, there's this lady who has hired me before. She was not even my job. She was not even my manager at the time. And um, she's like, hey, we need to talk. I'm like, mm, okay. And um, she says, you know, you're kind of unreliable right now and you're always late and, you know, probably there's something going on with you. You are in the company for several years already. So what's wrong with you? I was like, oh, damn, this is probably quite... Uh, serious because you know she's not my manager she's just a friend and um she just kind of gave me a warning and i was like oh this is probably bad so i actually quit the next day oh because um you know i was thinking about it for a real like long time not like that day when i when i received the warning i like hey probably this is pretty serious and uh, I quit the next day to actually save some some of the friendships I had and to not make the life of the other team members harder than it already was with me because, you know, I was unreliable. They had to finish my work and stuff like that. So this was probably the, the single worst moment, like the worst moment, um, because I just couldn't, like, see what I was doing or what I was causing because uh, I was kind of blind in that. That was... At the same time, the worst moment, but also I, I learned a lesson, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, so presumably now you see yourself in a different light in the way you interact with other people and your value. I try uh, because of this experience. I try. I'm always like um, reality checking. I, I try to do that. Yeah, yeah. So moving away from your worst moment, can you perhaps <laughs> tell us about your career highlight or greatest success? Oh, yeah, this will be probably better for me to answer. <laughs> right, good. <laughs> so uh, one of the highlights, probably the, the single most, high, the, the biggest highlight ever was when Scott Helmer of Report URI uh, and securityheaders.com, he called me one day and is like, hey, you want to work with me on the, uh, on, on the project? 
was like, oh, <laughs> yes, <laughs> of course. Yeah, immediately now. Yes, of course. Yes, I want to do that. Like to explain why this is a highlight, um, Scott Helma is a pretty well-known security researcher. He runs uh, several tools which are used by several companies and, and web developers and security researchers around the world. And what's really interesting is that personally, I have seen Scott Helma only once before he called me like if I want to work with him. We met in Las Vegas uh, at, a, at a hacker conference and just had a quick chat. And then he calls me like, hey, you want to work with me? I'm like, yes. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> this was probably the highlight of my career so far. <laughs> oh, right. So when, when did that take place and what did you do? Uh, 2017, June 2017, I think. Yeah. yeah. And um, I'm building the site uh, with him, building features, sometimes breaking it as well. <laughs> yes. And then fixing it because, you know, if I break it, I need to fix it. And that's the highlight. <laughs> Sure. So obviously that, that encounter came as a, as a result of you actually putting yourself out there? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, Scott Helmer, you know, I, I followed him on Twitter before and um, he's a great dude, um, great guy. He, he does great things. And I'm like, yeah, I, I want to work with you. I want to, you know, learn something from you and I want to just build the tools you do and help the world become more safer place. Yeah. That's a... Very good um, way of looking at things, definitely, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, Michael, what excites you about the future of the IT industry and careers in IT? You know, we as a, I'm, I'm talking uh, from the position of, of a tech guy, you know, of a developer or just uh, the guy who, who builds stuff. So we have quite an enormous power to change things in the real world with code and technology. That's what kind of excites me. Because you can be sitting in your bedroom, you know, nobody cares about your religion, your skin color, your world ideas or something like education, but you can still change lives of thousands and millions just by writing code or just, you know, building a site or breaking a site. <laughs> so so this is what kind of excites me. Like you can change things just from your bedroom if, if you want. Absolutely. So... In terms of where technology is going, is there anything that particularly excites you or interests you? Everything you said is absolutely true, but I just wonder if there's anything in particular that sort of, yes, you think that's that's going to be really interesting in the future. It's probably the whole approach, like, hey, let's do this in a technological way. Let's focus on data. Let's actually consult the data. Let's uh, check the data, what did they say, and then just for example, run the company uh, with data or something like that. So this is kind of exciting for me. Like the trust we put into technology and, and data and not a particular technology. I mean, like uh, not this product, not that product, but the whole approach. And, you know, we have the data, so let's use that. So we're going to go into the reveal round now. We're going to find out a little bit more about you and the way you think. You ready for this? <laughs> yeah, of course. Go ahead. <laughs> So what first attracted you to a career in IT? This will be easy. Games. Ah, uh, yes. <laughs> like, yeah, games. And what is the best career advice you've ever received? It was uh, when my father told me, like, don't you even dare to think you actually know something. Always keep learning, because if you think that you know something, you are kind of stuck in your advancement. So um, always keep learning. 
don't ever think that you know something. What's really interesting, he told me this when I was <laughs> when I was learning to drive a car. <laughs> it was not uh, like uh, IT career advice or something like that, but it you can kind of use it like in IT as well or in education. I think that's yes. I mean, that's a great example of why, why continual <laughs> learning is so effective. I think driving a car is a great analogy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, so flipping that over, actually, what is the worst piece of career advice you've ever received? So the worst advice uh, was probably when I left the company I was talking about earlier. I was talking to a friend, and I told her like, "Hey, I quit the company. I don't have any plan uh, because I had no plan. I don't have any plan. Um, I don't know what I will do tomorrow. I have no job, so I need to figure out something." And she was like, "You know, that's gonna be fine. Somebody will call you tomorrow. Just wait, and somebody will call you, and you will have a job." Nobody called. Yeah. <laughs> so this was like, she probably meant it in a good way, but uh, like you need to create opportunities for yourself and always be on the lookout for, for opportunities. Yeah. Yes, you do. You, you need to be proactive and not reactive. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yep. If you were to begin your IT career again right now, what would you do? I would learn DNS more <laughs> because DNS, the, the domain name system, the thing that translates the domain names to some numbers that computers can understand. When something goes wrong in computers, it's always DNS. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I'm only half joking here, but I would learn it more and I would recommend it to anybody starting in IT. Hey, don't ignore DNS. <laughs> what are your career objectives at the moment? I think you mentioned it in the introduction. I want to make the internet a bit safer place because I'm also a user of internet. I use the apps. I use computers, mobile phones. I have passwords. And I hate when my passwords are leaking, for example, or when my personal data are leaking. So I want to make the internet a bit more safer place. That's the official answer. If you want the unofficial, I guess so. I want to be rich and famous. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, that's, that's a reasonable that. objective for other people, I think. Yes. <laughs> I'm currently failing at that, but uh, it's going to change, I hope. <laughs> What's the number one non-technical skill that has helped you in your career so far? Number one, probably empathy, emotional intelligence, questioning reasons. Oh, oh you said number one, right? I yes. said three already. So there goes my math, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and what do you do away from your IT career to keep yourself energized? You know, my baby daughter was born five months ago. So apart from my IT career, I don't do anything, I guess, <laughs> except <laughs> taking care of her and, you know, just making sure she sleeps. But um, to keep me energized in my in my career, uh, I'll probably turn to George R.R. R. Martin, the Game of Thrones guy. Uh, he said, some writers enjoy writing. I enjoy having written. And that's, you know, what keeps me energized, having written something or having created and I also like when people actually tell me that it helped them. I remember uh, I wrote an article about something, about a technical problem. I published it on my, on my site. And some Bob from Kansas, he emailed me and said, hey, thanks, this article helped. I'm like, yes, this is this is it. This is like, I need this. This is my energizer. Um, this is my energizer. This keeps me energized. Like, you know, doing something that um, people can use later for something. If they need it, they can just read it. And, and yeah, this is it. Yeah, that's great to hear when you get positive feedback and you know you've made a difference to somebody else. Oh, man, I, I, I was just sitting there and I'm like, yeah, yeah, thank you, Bob. Oh, awesome. 
And Michael, finally, what's the best way we can find out more about you and connect with you? It's probably Twitter or my site, michalspacek.com. I guess maybe uh, we will publish a link to that as well. Yep. So on Twitter, um, that's kind of, my Twitter handle is kind of complicated. That would be my probably final advice to anybody. Please, when you are creating usernames, please keep in mind that you will have to use them one day. <laughs> yes, very true. If you see my Twitter handle, you will know exactly what I'm talking about because it's pretty complicated. I cannot spell it. I cannot tell it to anybody over the phone because it's Space Force, but with some characters replaced with some other characters. And oh my God, but somehow it's unique to me now and I need to stick with it. I can't change it. Yeah. <laughs> well, it will be on the on the show notes page. So anybody okay. who wants to contact you, yeah. they'll be able to pick it up. Okay, yeah. yeah. So Ooh. make sure your usernames are nice and readable because you will have to use them one day. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Michael, thank you so much for joining me on the uh, podcast thank today. Thank you for having me. It was cool. Yeah, great. Thank you. It's been great talking to you. Thank you very much. A quick thank you again to my guest on today's show for sharing their career tips, advice, and experiences. You'll find a show notes page for today's episode on the IT Career Energizer website, which will be itcareerenergizer.com slash e, and then the number of today's episode. Now that there are three new episodes of the show every week, make sure that you're subscribed to the show so you don't miss out. And don't forget to join the new IT Career Energizer Community Group in Facebook. If you're enjoying the podcast, it would be great to hear from you and to learn about your own career journey, your successes, opinions and thoughts on the future of the industry. Thanks for supporting the show. And remember, if you're not growing your career, you're slowing your career. Thanks for listening to the IT Career Energizer podcast. To find out more about building a successful career in IT, visit itcareerenergizer.com.